Sometimes it's hard to stay calm and focused, especially if you've got children. Izzy Judd might just have the answer with her new audiobook, Mindfulness for Mums, which is full of simple and practical exercises to help clear your mind, connect with your children, and feel calm amid the chaos of family life. Here is an extract. Mindfulness. A mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment, while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations, used as a therapeutic technique. For all the mums, especially mine. Why mindfulness? As mums, we can find it difficult to be present. Life feels busier than ever and the challenges can at times feel overwhelming. You often hear, enjoy it, it goes so fast. But some days, when I'm finding this really hard, I'm thinking, how? We constantly question if we're doing a good enough job. Our mind is spinning with the mental load, not only emotionally, but also practically. Our phones are beeping, mum guilt hangs over us and the daily noise of demands and expectations often means that our own well-being is overlooked or we don't count it as being important enough on the never-ending to-do list. I started to think about what I'm looking for as a mum to find the calm. How can I ease frustration and stay patient when I feel I'm being tested? How do I let go of the need to be in control? How can I remember to be compassionate and to ask myself what I need right now for my own well-being? How can I nourish myself and accept the importance of self-care without feeling guilty or thinking it's indulgent to have time for me? How can I better communicate the way I'm feeling to my family, my friends and to myself? I grew up in a musical family and my childhood was filled with love. I was mostly happy and confident, and yet ever since I can remember, I have experienced anxiety. I believe my anxiety has always been part of who I am. Of course, as a young girl, I didn't understand it had a name. All I knew was that bedtime was scary. There wasn't a trigger, but I've always had a vivid imagination. I dreaded bedtime. Not because I was afraid of the dark, I just didn't want to be alone in my bedroom. I would often fall asleep okay, but then would wake up in what I now understand to be a panic. The sensation of fear was so strong, it felt like I was running away from danger and I was too scared to close my eyes and try to get back to sleep. My heart would be racing, my legs would shake, and once I'd found the courage to get out of bed, I would quickly move into my parents' bed where I felt safe. I didn't know how to communicate how I was feeling, but it felt real and was frightening. When I was 12 years old, my eldest brother Rupert suffered a serious brain injury in a car accident. Although he miraculously survived, all these years later, the lasting effects of his injury continued to be devastating and challenging for us all as a family, and most of all for Rupert. The enormity of our family tragedy 
felt like confirmation that there was a reason to worry. Life as I had known it had changed overnight, and I felt completely out of control. Fear of change and being out of control were two of the biggest worries that have remained with me over the years. My teenage years and the severity of Rupert's injury completely shifted my perspective on life, and although I had to grow up quickly, I hadn't caught up emotionally. I didn't feel like my worries were big enough in comparison to the daily challenges Rupert was facing, and I didn't want to add to my parents' concerns. In hindsight, I should have had counselling, but it wasn't offered to me, and things like that just weren't as accessible then. All the while, I was continuing to live with anxiety, although I still didn't know it had a name. It was just my normal. In my twenties, my anxiety became so bad that I was unable to spend any time alone, living in a heightened state of fear 24-7. I was going through what should have been one of the most exciting times in my life when Escala, the electric string quartet I was a member of, reached the final of Britain's Got Talent, before signing a record deal and performing all over the world. I tried all sorts of treatments, some of which helped ease my anxiety, which by then had been diagnosed and given a name. But I still felt there was more I needed to do to help me understand my anxiety, and as it seemed to be a huge part of who I was, perhaps even attempt to become friends with it. This was when I came across mindfulness after Google kindly pointed me in the direction of John Kabat-Zinn, creator of the Centre for Mindfulness in Medicine, Healthcare and Society at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. But what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is simply noticing what is happening in this moment without trying to change anything. It is about accepting and acknowledging our thoughts, then letting them pass with an understanding that nothing stays the same. That was an extract of Mindfulness for Mums, written and read by Izzy Judd. You can download the audiobook now from Apple Books, Audible or Google Play. This is the final episode in the Listen to Relax podcast from Penguin Audio. For more recommendations of audiobooks that will help you make changes in your life, search for our other podcasts, Listen to Inspire or Listen to Change.